Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, everyone. I want to let you all know that my very first book, The Path of an Eagle, How to Overcome and Lead After Being Knocked Down is just around the corner from launching into the world. You can pre-order a copy right now wherever you are in the world. Just head to the link in the show notes below in order to get your own copy. It's available in Kindle, hardcover, and it will soon be available in audiobook, which I will be narrating. I'm very excited about that. Uh, But hope you guys can get a copy. Hope you support the show, myself and yourself as well, because that's what the, the book is really, really speaking to. Thank you all very much. All right, time to enjoy the show. There is a story for everyone here, because every story matters. Welcome everyone to the Storybooks. This is the place to be if you are a lover of stories, learning new and interesting things, and if you want to grow abundantly. My name is Jay Phantom, and I believe it's my purpose to help you realize your worth and become the greatest and best version of you possible. I am grateful that you're here today. Now let's journey into the Storybooks together and hear more about whose story will be unboxed today. My friends, today, my very good friend Atticus Poetry, or just he goes by Atticus, is returning to the story box. And if you didn't listen to our last conversation on the show, you should definitely do that. I'll link it in the show notes below to make it easy for you guys to find that one. But that one was one for the history books. We really, really connected and became quite good friends afterwards. Atticus, even though he is an anonymous poet, he's got a lot of depth and a lot of insight. And although he is still quite young too, he has lived a lot of life and he's got a lot of experience. He enjoys the art of traveling and getting inspired by going to different places around the world, which also informs his incredible work, which many of you would have seen. You may have heard his name before. You would definitely have seen a poem or a quote of his floating around the internet. Uh, or you may have seen someone that has tattooed on their skin uh, some of his his words. Or you may even heard some of them in a song that you probably weren't even aware of. But Atticus is the young, anonymous, New York Times bestselling author. He has taken the world by storm with his beautiful poetry and powerful, simple themes of love and strength of the human spirit. He's dubbed the number one person to follow by Teen Vogue and the world's most tattooable poet by Galore magazine. He has been followed, quoted, and shared by some of the world's top superstars from Carly Kloss, Shawn Mendes, Emma Roberts, and Alicia Keys 
to name but a few. And many, many popular stars are actually good friends with Atticus, believe it or not. But the reason for Atticus returning to the show, not just because I, I love having conversations with him, but he's got a new book coming out. His fourth in the poetry collection, his first one in over three years, believe it or not. It's called LVOE. And really the catalyst behind spelling love incorrectly is to say and to signify that love is imperfect. And this conversation, we dive into what does love truly mean, look like, you name it. And we just had a, a lot of fun uh, speaking about this. And, and I always learn a lot from Atticus. And I think that we just, we got on really, really well. So I wanted to... Uh, be supportive to his new book. He's been incredibly supportive with my book, which you can now get. Actually, it's it's available now, um, which I think is is really really awe inspiring. And being able to hold up a book that I've written and a book that Atticus has has written together, and being able to see them in the story is somewhat, uh, yeah, it's just really really cool to be honest with you. So if you guys don't know what love is or you want to learn more about love and the whole idea, uh, then this is definitely a conversation I think you guys are really, really going to enjoy. The two young guys talking about love, which is a lot of fun, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Um, but yeah, if you do get something from it, please do share it around to all your friends and your family. Let everyone know about this one as well. All right, my friends, you know what time it is. It is time to journey with me into the story box as we listen to the incredible wisdom, the advice, the stories, and now the poems of none other than my good friend, Atticus. Jay, it's good to be back. I missed you. I missed you too, man. Love having conversations with you. It's uh, yeah, likewise. so good to have you here and I love supporting you, your work, because you've been such an amazing supporter of, of myself, which I can't thank you enough for, by the way. It's, it's incredible having someone like yourself support me, little old me in Sydney, uh, not Sydney, Australia anymore, in, in <laughs> Queensland. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> you moved. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, the feeling's mutual. You know, I've, I've so appreciated the support and, and, uh, yeah, um, um, uh, congratulations are in order because you're you're a few weeks away from releasing your book. So congratulations. Which you've already, like I said, helped so much with that the book. Um, so I, I want to return the favor for you. But how have you been, man? How has things been? You mentioned that you've been traveling a lot. Like what's what's been your musings <laughs> recently? <laughs> um yeah, you know, I think we we jumped into it last time. Um, but I I get I draw so much inspiration from traveling and the people that I meet traveling. Um, that kind of any opportunity I get to to go, I um I'll go and it, it just you know it it brings the words. Um, you know, I spent a, a lot of time in 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 um, France and throughout Europe and um and actually got to go and bring electricity and fresh water to a village in Colombia. Um, so I've been, I'm really been blessed. And actually I just found out a few days ago that I'm going to go, I've been invited to go and meet the Dalai Lama. Wow. And so I'm going to, in, yeah, I'm going to India in a few, in a few weeks, uh, to meet the Dalai Lama. How does that make you feel, man? 
Oh yeah. Unbelievable. You know, I mean, it's been a, a bucket list item, you know, my, my, for as long as I knew what a bucket list was <laughs> to meet his holiness. So, you know, I, I think, uh, it's a, it's a true honor. I'm very excited about it and feel very humbled that I, that I was asked. I mean, the Dalai Lama knows your work. Just, <laughs> yeah, that is uh, nuts. <laughs> uh, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it is terrific. I mean, I'm such a such a huge fan of the the story and what he represents. And um, yeah, so very very exciting. I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. We should get we should get the Dalai Lama on the story book podcast. We should, man. That would be a, a great conversation. <laughs> I love his work too. I mean, his wisdom just. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable, honestly. And I've read his book, yeah. the Book of Joy. I, I think it yeah. is. Yeah, that's another. Yeah. Guy. He wrote it with Desmond Tutu. Um, that's right, Desmond Tutu. I mean, I would have loved yeah. to have had both of them at simultaneously on the show, so I could just. Could you imagine? Oh, wow. man. What's <laughs> What's the number one question you want to ask the Dalai Lama? Wow, that's that's powerful. I think I think I would go. Uh, what's his interpretation of love? What does love mean to him? I just love to hear it in his words. Mm-hmm. You know, I've spent so much time trying to, you know, define love, and you know, I've been so. All you can do is kind of approach the origin, as it were, but you can never get can get there. And I'd love to know somebody from his perspective how he sees it. And I think that would be fascinating. Yeah. I mean, you've, I think last conversation, we sort of touched on love a little bit. This one, I want to dive a little bit deeper into love. Now, because you've traveled a lot and you draw inspiration from all over the world, what have you noticed that love is in different cultures? Yeah, that's a, wow, that's a wonderful question. Um, yeah, I mean that that's uh I think it's hard. I mean, it's a really hard one to answer. It's just, you know, I'm just an observer all all the time and uh um it is different in in different cultures, but it's also like very much the same. You know, you could be in a little village in Colombia and see the love of a family and it's very very similar to to being in America or, you know, um France or you know, anywhere. I think the the kind of love for for people and loved ones is is very very similar throughout cultures and and it's i think it's something so makes us all so human and connects us that it's it's kind of no surprise that there's such similarities between cultures mm. have you noticed that one culture in in your experience <laughs> translates love more than another culture I mean, you know, you can walk around in Paris and and feel the the kind of love dripping. The city of love, it. right? <laughs> yeah, it truly, <laughs> truly is. And and you know, I've I've always said that that uh, you know, Paris is a wonderful, wonderfully inspiring place because you just write what you see. You don't have to use your imagination at all. It's kind of all unfolding around you, which which is wonderful. But um, yeah, you know, I think I think um, some cultures maybe do you know i mean one thing i know about america north america is is often like our our emphasis gets uh pushed on to work you know and it's work life and i think 
that that uh, what is what's lost is is the kind of family connection so often you know the the love of family and and being around loved ones more I, I think sometimes I feel like we lose we have lost the point of it um, and I'm just like I'm I'm right there you know working too much and um, but yeah that is one thing I've noticed have you as your understanding of what love is tra- uh, changed for you over the course of your life? So when you were younger versus now, and if so, how and why? Absolutely. Um, you know, I had a, I had kind of like a darker childhood. I, I, um, I, I was a sad, a sad kid growing up, you know, I had problems with depression and for, for a long time and, um, something I struggled with. And, you know, it took me a long, lot of long, long time to kind of grow up and, and learn to love myself and, and, and find love for myself. And, um, you know, I'm with an amazing partner right now and she's, she's helped me so much and just like teaching me that I deserve to be loved. And, um, you know, I, I think it's something a lot of people struggle with and, um, it's certainly changed my definition, uh, as I've grown so the age you are currently, what is your understanding of love? What is your your version of love? Yeah, I mean, I love is is so often what we what we give it. You know, I think um, there there was a um, a monk who said that love isn't it is giving a piece of yourself to someone else and seeing that love in them um, return to you and. I've always loved loved that kind of concept of of like true love. True love is kind of giving pieces of yourself to someone else, and and them, but you know, vice versa, giving pieces of themselves, and it's kind of like a, a trade. But you know, love has, has has evolved for me to be to be something you know like trust, you know, like um, vulnerability. Uh, you know, I grew up thinking vul- vulnerability was weakness. Yeah. And what I've found as I've learned, you know, learn more about love is that to me, it's just like such a strength and you can't really, really connect with somebody without vulnerability. Um, and, you know, creating that trust, you know, you're just, yeah, that's an immense level of love. And, and, you know, as I've grown older, I think I, I've gotten really good at, at having friends for the right reasons and, and growing real community and friendships. Um, based on love um that you know as a as a kid i think we're we sometimes have friendships for the wrong reasons and and we're not friends with the with the right people who who return our friendship and return our love so um yeah it's all part of growing up you know yeah love is patient love is kind love doesn't boast itself or anything like that it's it's humble and it's interesting how we we talk about love in that respect and yeah. Love is something that I, I believe is is somewhat timeless as well. Like it, it goes beyond us even. Absolutely. Love will always Absolutely. continue. And then yeah. what do you think the ultimate version of love is for you? Um, <clears throat> um I mean, I don't know if there is an ultimate version. I think think, you know, like I like I'm always trying to define love. I think that the, that I can only uh, approach 
you know, what is love? Uh, you, know, you know, it's not a place to be reached. It's a place to, to, um, to approach. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, it, it's a lot of, of work and it's like, you know, it's really building on that trust and building on that, um, you know, through vulnerability and through this, all this stuff. And it's just showing up in the world. And, and I think I would definitely say, and it took me so long to learn is that it comes from within first, you know, you have to love yourself and you have to forgive yourself for, for, um, your past and, and, and really, really learn to love yourself. And once you've done that, you can be this, you know, more whole person to then love somebody else. And I think it was a mistake, you know, I don't, I don't know about your relationships, but like certainly for me growing, growing up in my first relationships, they were kind of broken and, and we try to fill each other, uh, you know, we weren't whole people coming into relationships. We were, we were kind of broken and, and looking to each other to, to solve that. And that's not, you know, that's not, that's not how it should be. Um, you gotta, you gotta come into a relationship as whole as you can possibly be. Um, and that's when you can provide love for somebody else. I think you're right in many respects. I think we do live in a broken world. We have broken experiences as we go through life. It kind of does make us feel like we are broken, that we can't actually give a whole self to another person, especially, and even to ourselves. Like you've got to get to that place where you yourself, and I don't believe that anyone is actually fully broken. Uh, Yeah. I think that we just have those experiences that are, wrapped around their identity that feel like we are broken, but we're actually not. And we've got to heal that broken experience that we've actually been through to cover it all up and say, I'm fully healed of this so that I can move forward knowing that I can give my full self to another person. Um, I think you've somehow you've got to find that, that inner self love that people talk about so that you're able to love even deeper for another person. And I think that also comes with, like you said, the vulnerability factor, like the service factor, all these elements that come into that make up who we are as people. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think, I think you hit that right, right on the, right on the head. That's it. For someone that is struggling to know, I guess, with self-love or know that they are loved in particular, what would you say to them? Um, I would say just no, you know, never give up on yourself and, and, um, and, and start with yourself. I mean, so many people who struggle, they, they don't prioritize themselves, you know, they kind of throw their themselves into other people. And I think that's a really dangerous thing. You see it in, in certainly, all ages of relationships with people, you know, they're trying to solve someone or mend someone and their love is just, is just thrown into their kids or their, you know, significant other. And I think it's, it's, it's a mistake and you've just got to, got to remember to give yourself love first. And, and, you know, whether that's through forgiveness or just being kind to yourself, um, you know, I think it starts there. And I think you said it wonderfully. How do you know when you're with someone new, should you put like a time limit on finding 
that you love them or should we just for as long as possible? Like, cause you, you have people that fall in love really, really quickly. They say, I love you to that person really, really quickly. And then they're like, hang on a minute. You, how can you love me? Yeah. You don't really know me that well. Um, yeah. the old adage, love is blind, right? Do you, do you believe any of that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, love, I do truly believe is, is imperfect. And, you know, that's, that's why I named the book LVOE because it, it love is imperfect, but, um, you know, I think it's two imperfect things coming together to make something beautiful. And, and, you know, so often we have to see past the, the misspelling, the imperfection and see the beauty. And, um, so, I mean, I, I don't think there's a time limit. I don't think, you know, I really don't think that love it by, by any stretch is like a, a black and white thing. It's, it's, um, it's, it's in a spectrum and, and we can have love for, for friends and we can be in a relationship and love them in, in moments. And, you know, I think you need to find your own definition of love, but, um, some people do, you know, meet and they, and they stay, they fall in love and they stay in love for, for the rest of their lives. I mean, um, I have a friend uh, who's, who's, they've been together since they were 16 and they're just, just, uh, they're celebrating their 50th. And it's just such a beautiful thing to see because they're just still just as in love as they were when they were 16. Um, but then, you know, sometimes, um, you know, I think people rush in and they, they want, they call it love and maybe it's not, and maybe it's a dependency or, or something like that. And I think ultimately you kind of need to trust yourself and, and have the courage. One of the most powerful things I keep coming back to this, but it's like, if you're, if you're in a place where you really, really love yourself, you're going to be able to be in a way stronger position to get out of a bad relationship to, you know, end it earlier to realize that there's, there's, there isn't a future or maybe it's a little toxic or something like that. I think it becomes really hard when you, when you don't have that self love and you, and you, because you stay in relationships for way longer than you should. And I, you know, I've done it and, you know, I think a lot of us have done it, stayed in relationships too long because maybe we didn't have enough love for ourselves, but um, it, it, it's a really, really powerful thing. Um, respecting and, and um, finding that building that love for yourself and it's it's not easy and it's something you just have to work with it's like it's like any relationship you just got to put in the time but um but it, it can be very very powerful um for for your life what happens if you fall out of love yeah i mean and it it happens um i think you know knowing when to fight and, and knowing when to, to let things go is a, is a really powerful, a powerful, um, ability. And, and, you know, um, I'm not great at it. I don't think, you know, I think, I, I think it's something that people really struggle with because, you know, what you don't want is, is to not fight for it because, yeah. you know, love needs, needs fighting for, um, um, no, no great love wasn't first bitterly fought for. Um, there's a, there's a poem in my new book. It's something like that. I'm probably butchering it, but you know, the idea being the idea being that's like, you know, love isn't perfect and it. And it's, um, you have to fight for it every day. You have to fight for it. Um, and, um, and,
And, you know, I think it it's clear in your gut at some point when, when something's not worth fighting for. Um, and that, you know, sometimes you have to let, let old love leave. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let old love leave so that you can make room for new love, which hopefully will eventually come into your life. Do you, do you believe that there is a spiritual element at all when it comes to love? Yeah, um, I think so. I mean, I'm, I'm a poet, so I'm <laughs> romantic. You're all about it, man. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I, I believe that there's, there can be lots of love stories for different people, though, and... and um, um, I'm, I'm never scared to, to tell somebody that there there's more love out there. You know, um, I think a, a lot of people think that, um, really truly believe that their relationship is the only relationship that they, they could ever have. And, and, um, and a huge fear of leaving it. But, but I truly believe that there are all sorts of, and you know, we've all seen it. There are all sorts of love stories and they're different and they're, they're amazing in their own way. And, and so I'm never scared to, to suggest if, if a relationship has run its course, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to say, go out there and refine yourself and refine a new, you know, new love. I want to get to your new book in just a moment, but I wanted to ask you, what is your favorite love story? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, that is a great question. What is my favorite? There's, I don't know if you've heard, uh, of Dr. Chivago, but there's, there's just a beautiful love story within that. And, um, I've always loved that. Um, I mean, to be completely trite, Romeo and Juliet is, you know, it's, it's such a, it's such a beautiful story, even though it's just teenagers falling in love for a few weeks. Um, yeah, I mean, what's what's yours? I'm interested. Do you have one? Oh, you're flipping the switch on me. The Prince's Bride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, uh, ultimate answer. love story, man. Honestly, yeah. As you wish. Yeah, yeah. as you I, wish. <laughs> as you wish. As cheesy as it is, man. I kid you not. It gets me all the time. I remember saying it to my first girlfriend 
And she hated it. I love it. it. She hated it. Honestly, (laughs) she's like, don't ever say that to me again. And I'm like, but it's so romantic. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. You know, he's rolling down the hill and he's like, as you wish. (laughs) And that's when she realizes who who he is. Oh, my sweet uh, baby. What have I done? (laughs) (laughs) I I know that movie (laughs) off by heart, man. Honestly, (laughs) farm boy, fetch me that picture. Like <laughs> I need, what, what, I need uh, to rewatch it. It's it's so good when he's I, when he's uh yeah oh, I could go through it too. <laughs> go for it, man. Honestly, we can talk about uh, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I just love that scene when they're when he's switching the poison and he switches it back and forth. He's like, but of course, you know, you know, I would do that, and so therefore, it's uh, there's a, it just keeps going back, and then he uh, obviously poisons himself, but. <laughs> All this time, it was it was his cup that was poisoned. He's like, no, they were both poisoned. I built, yeah. I spent how many years building up an immunity to, to the powder that he put in? <laughs> Just like <that> excellent, <laughs> the fact that you can actually build up an immunity to poison. Oh, yeah, crazy, crazy <laughs> that that um, someone has beaten the giant. Who won? Such a good one. How did it end? The loser ran off alone. The winner ran off towards Hilda. <laughs> uh, just so many. The, the best line, and apart from the "as you wish" line, is "My name is Ingham Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die." To die. Uh, gets me. Gets me every single uh, time. It's a classic. Uh, it's a classic. I think it can never be remade. No man. Good. Just leave it as it is. I watch it <laughs> twice a year and I'm in a new relationship now myself too. Oh, congrats. Thanks, man. It's gone really, really well. And the other thing is it's long distance too. So it's interesting dynamic doing long distance. Um, yeah. We're in separate states. So trying to keep yeah. with a level of communication, which I think is a form of love in of itself. And there's also the sacrifice and all these other elements too. Um, but it's, it's very interesting how I'm, I'm learning more about her as it goes on. And while I haven't said I love you yet, yeah, I think it's building and building to one day that I know that I will say it. And when I say it, I know I'm going to mean it. And that for me wow. is the most important part is yeah. knowing deep down that I'm with someone who I truly, truly care about. And I know one of these days I am going to say, I love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Very powerful. This does, uh, does she listen to the podcast? She does. <laughs> so oh, she's gonna hear hey, well, uh, now she knows it's getting close. <laughs> now, now she knows. And, and maybe, uh, maybe it's the same for her. I, I don't know, but, um, it's just the the words I love you. Yeah. For me, you don't want to say it and not mean it. If you know yeah. what I mean? Like absolutely. You want to act because it's so powerful. As mm-hmm. as we've been talking about. You want to officially know wholeheartedly that you are mm-hmm. in love with this person. Because you don't mm-hmm. want to leave them on. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think I'm rambling, but that's just a thought that came to my brain. 
Anyway. Not at all. Well, congratulations. I mean, I think it's, you know, finding that someone and, and feeling, you know, that, that strongly is, is, you know, and it's really, really powerful. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. I wanted to now steer it towards your new book, LVOE. You spelt yeah. it wrong, which you've also talked about the imperfections that do surround love. Yeah. How did you come to this understanding? Like, what was the story behind you coming up with the title and all the other poems in the book? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it started I, uh, last year. I designed an engagement ring um, and it had two oval stones placed on a single gold band. And together it made this, this beautiful, imperfect heart. And I, I called the ring Coil Parfait, which in French means uh, perfect heart. And, you know, the idea being that, like I said, love is, is two imperfect things. You know, my interpretation of love is, is two imperfect things coming together to make something beautiful. And uh, that's the reason I named it love, because, you know, even though love is imperfect, uh, we must always seek to find that, that, that beautiful, that perfect. And so, um, you know, I, 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 I just really, really like the idea of, um, well, one, I love the idea of, of people walking by and seeing this on a, on a bookshelf or like on Amazon and saying, oh, you know, seeing it first and seeing it, thinking it says love or, or seeing it and saying, oh my God, there's a misprint. Uh, they spelled it wrong and then kind of diving deeper and, and really understanding, um, you know, the, the meaning behind it. Um, and, uh, I, I wanted art. I wanted this to be so different than my other books, which uses a lot of photography. And this time I really wanted to use, um, uh, sketching and illustrations. And so, uh, I've, uh, I'm a huge fan of the tattoo artist, Daniel Winter, um, Winterstone on, on Instagram. He does these beautiful, beautiful thin line tattoos and he he's actually done a ton of mine um um, on different people like lucy hale i think has one and uh you know lots of other celebrities and and other people that have gotten atticus tattoos and he kept tagging me on it i just loved his work and so he did all the illustrations in my book and believe it or not each piece is an actual tattoo on somebody um but we've obviously just included the sketch um but yeah, he he's such a talent, and and so it was it was fun to kind of combine combine uh, with him. But you know, I think this book is is a departure from the other the other three. I think it's you know I was going through some tough times when I when I first started writing poetry and I first started putting books out. And I think what you'll find is it's a it's a transition um, into just a into the light into a more positive. Um, um, uh, more positive, um, mindset and more, you know, I really tried to stay in the, in the light and, and make it about coming out of the darkness, uh, rather than being in the darkness. And I, and I hope, I really hope people pick that up from this. So you were going through some trying times as you were writing this book. I was going through try, trying times when I, when I, from my first book and yeah. kind of, you know, into the second and third. And I think this, this book is, is, you know, more about the positivity and, and being in a better place of life and being in, 
happiness and just kind of working, working, you know, like a lot of the things we've talked about is the finding that self-love. I real it's a real look inward. Yeah. And uh, you know, I hope I hope people can can draw a lot from that that happiness and that joy and the the positivity and you know trying to fill up with strength rather than look too too dark. I think when people see it in stores and they sort of backtrack and they think, oh, is that a typo? Then they realize it's you. Then they're like, oh, it's philosophical. So I must have a lot of more meaning <laughs> behind it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You hope so. Um, <laughs> or they'll just think it's a misprint, but um, either way. <laughs> <All that. laughs> yeah. No, nah, man. Congratulations on the new book. I've Thank got you so more much. Questions for you, if you don't mind, man. Uh, firstly, where can people pre-order a copy? Uh, and yeah, is it coming out wherever books are sold? Is there anywhere particular? Yeah, no, it's 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 everywhere books are sold. I think you can honestly just search LVOE Atticus or or go to atticuspoetry.com. Um, I always say. Uh, order it from your independent bookstores because um i like to support the mom and pops but it's it's also on amazon and barnes and noble and books a million and all, all the spots so um actually barnes and noble is having a 25 percent off right now um cool uh, on on that they're doing a pr big promotion for my book and i'm so grateful they've been so supportive it's actually at target too um ah. so yeah if you're at target um uh, yeah, Target. Um, so Target. Target's been incredibly supportive as well. I mean, wow, it's it's been wonderful to to um, to do it, and um, or it's been wonderful to to work with them. Uh, oh, everyone's been so great. Um, actually, um, uh, this is kind of a surprise, but uh, I'm launching a coffee company called Poet Coffee. And uh, I'll uh, I'll send you some send you some coffee, please. I, man. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, uh, I'm excited. Your friend I'm loves coffee. Oh well, this is. I mean, maybe I'm biased, but uh, this is the best coffee that that I've ever had, and and it has you know very little to do with me. But the roast, the the master roaster that that came up with our blend came over from Blue Bottle, and he's just so talented, and it's like. You know, it, it took them a long time, like six months to come up with this perfect roast. And um, it's blowing people's people away. So I'm I'm so excited to release it to, to everyone. And I, I think what goes better than coffee and uh, poetry, maybe wine and poetry, but I've already done the wine. So, um, yeah, I'm very excited about it. It's, it's like all uh, it's zero mission, all women farmed and sourced um, and Believe it or not, uh, I just heard it's it's Elon's Elon's drinking it and he loves it. So, um, <laughs> you know, he, he whatever uh, if he likes it, then then uh, it made me very happy. But yeah, he's he's been drinking it and loves it. Mate, you've been very very busy, and then now you've got you got to start writing your your new book. Um, yeah. Which is it's in the works too. So you got a coffee company, you got this new book coming out, and and then now another one you got to write as well. <laughs> what else you got going on for you? <laughs> I mean, th yeah, things things have been real busy, but uh, yeah, the wine business is, has been great. You know, we we launched the rosé, and that's in in Target too, and and it's um it's it's been 
hugely successful and it's it's so nice to um you know i think we, we talked about it before it's like you never think somebody's going to show up and, and i put my heart and soul into into this stuff you know i i really was like i this is the wine that i would want to drink this is the rose that i wouldn't want to drink this is the coffee that i don't want to drink and so when people actually show up i i'm just so kind of humbled but i also feel like Yes, we we uh we have the same taste. You know, you always worry that you have the kind of uh different taste than everyone else. So it's been it's been so wonderful. Um yeah. I'll I'll uh I'll make sure I'll send you some coffee though. Um Please, man. make sure you, you get some and and uh I'd love to know what your what your lady thinks. Yeah, I personally don't drink coffee, but I'm more than happy to support my friends. Uh, yeah. And then I'm sure my my <laughs> girlfriend who is huge lover of coffee like you can't wake up and then 20 minutes not have a coffee otherwise <laughs> hell breaks loose but, i'm the same way i'm the same way <laughs> my kindred spirits but i tell you what else you got to do what else goes great with poetry is cheese so you got your wine Ooh. cheese wow make a cheese company for me please <laughs> wow do you like in. cheese I love my cheese, man. I'm a huge <laughs> cheese connoisseur. So, like, seriously, <laughs> like, I I apologize. I don't drink coffee and I don't drink wine at all, but I'll eat cheese. Give me all the cheese. <laughs> I love it, Jay. Okay, I'm making some Atticus cheese. Atticus is That would be so funny. Man. There we go. We should do it together. We should, we should do it together. Business partners, man, hundred yeah. percent. Oh, that would be excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would taste the cheese I mean, and make sure it's right, and then you can yeah, just yeah. The poetry that goes along with it. So done. I love that. <laughs> I love it. You can be the master cheese taster. See, you know, like a sommelier things, of cheese. Great things happen on the story box. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> I was also thinking as well how good it would be to see your book, uh, LVOE, and my book side by side in Target because they're both going to be launched in Target too. So that's, oh, amazing. that's a photo and a half. Um, yeah. Because people, um, people need to know that you endorse my book. So yeah, even better. When they pick up your book, they get my book as well, like side by side, like that would be cool. i love that let's, um let's grab let's make sure that happens let's grab a picture of that and and i'll share it and uh you know s spread the love well, Just, uh, i'm very proud you know we we were we were talking about when when i came on last time you're you're hy very hypothetically talking about uh making a book and and you've done it and it's very it's just very impressive man it's it's uh good for you uh, uh, it, you it wouldn't have happened without your support, believe it or not, like having your, your endorsement really, really helps. And oh. like that for me, it just, I can never repay you, man. Honestly, like to have someone like you as a friend to support. Lost, uh, for, words, oh. lost for words. Oh yeah. I mean, you're such a sweetheart to say it. I mean, it all came from you. It didn't come from me. Um, but you know, it, congratulations. And, and, you know, by the way, so many people have supported me, uh, you know, when I was putting out my books that it just, it, it's so easy and, and, you know, we're, we're good friends and, um, yeah, I mean, I'm just very proud of you. So, so excited to, to, to get a copy and, um, 
And, uh, you know, and you know what, you, you've helped so many people, uh, just the people you've had on your podcasts and promoting their books. I think you deserve, you deserve it so much. So. Thanks brother. From yeah, heart, of course. Um, two quick final questions for you. If you, if you don't, yeah. I know it's getting late where you are currently. <laughs> um, no worries. I may have asked you this question during our last conversation, but I want to ask you it again, see if it's changed at all. But what do you love the most about yourself and your story? Yeah. That, wow. That is a great, great question. Um, I love that I, that I haven't given up. You know, I think that, uh, mm -hmm. that it hasn't always been easy and that, you know, from the beginning, I'm just, I've just been committed to, to, getting better and trying to be a better person in the world. And I think I'm, I'm finally showing up how I want to be. And it's taken a long, long time. And, um, I just, you know, I think it's been a bit of a theme throughout this, this, uh, chat, but, you know, just not giving up on yourself and, and finding love for yourself. And so, uh, uh, it's been, it's been a lot of persistence, you know, mm -hmm. uh, but I haven't given up. And I don't think you ever will, man. Honestly, and yeah. we need we need your your words of wisdom and <laughs> coming out. My last question for you is: Can you share one of your poems, one of the ones that stands out for you the most, one of the ones that took the most out of you to actually write? If you can find oh, good question. Um, yes, uh, again. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I'm like you know. I, I, the reason I write them down is so I don't have, so I don't, uh, it's because I can't remember them, but, uh, it's too you know, my, my intro, <laughs> <laughs> my intro to the book is, is I say, I wrote this book on stolen time at parties at work on trains and planes, and I stole it all for you. Love Atticus. And, um, um, you know, it was, uh, that, that was, you know, I really wanted to set the tone for the, for the book and, and really make this, um, dedicated to, to the, to the people, the fans who have, who have supported me, but uh, yeah, I'll read, uh, I'll read this. Um, I'll read a, a short one. Please. Um, yeah, it's on page five of my new book. She came to me in, in a light and smoky dawn with a crown of white flowers standing there in a proud protest of the night an audacious rising of the sun. She swirled in sandalwood and incense from far off lands, whispering to me in the secrets of the wind. And as quickly as she came, she was gone back into the coming of the day, daring me to remember her forever and the way she made me feel. Perfect send off message. Go and get a copy of Atticus's new book. LVOE. It's available anywhere books are sold. Coming out November 1st, I believe. But Atticus, man, always love talking to you, brother. Thank you so much for your time, your wisdom, your advice, and your stories, and for joining me again on the Storybox podcast. Oh, thanks, Jay. It's great to be back. I really don't like this part because it means that sadly we have come to an end of yet another story. I just want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening to our guest today. It is my prayer that you would have felt inspired, motivated, challenged in some way, and that you would have learned something new as well. 
If you would like to hear more amazing stories like this one, you can do so now by searching up the story box on all podcast platforms. It is that easy. And if you did get something from today's guest, please do share it around with your friend or family member who you feel could benefit from hearing today's story. And before you go, I greatly appreciate if you could spend 30 seconds leaving a rating review over on Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way to reaching more people and building this community of the story box. Let's start changing lives through powerful stories like this one you heard today. Your support is always greatly appreciated. Until next time, when we dive back into the story box, I'm Jay Phantom, and don't forget, your story is worth more than you know. I'll catch you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.